You are listening to episode 122 of the Game Deflators podcast. My name's John. I'm joined by Ryan. Hey, everybody. This week, we're talking about a console you should pick up, games you should play on it, and all this for under $150 in this week's Starter Kit Showdown. So, keeping with our tradition of uh, looking at consoles and picking various games and and not starting with the first one in the order yeah like starting in the middle and then going back well yeah we started playstation 2 the first time then decided let's do playstation 1 and then it picked up from there so well actually you know what we we did release those in order though we did we did this time we did not <laughs> The magic is broken damn it this time we did not though because last time we started with uh, game boy advance then we went to now game boy uh, for this week to discuss well collecting on a budget so, uh, really, the uh, primary purpose of this episode is to uh, take 150 bucks. Ryan and I kind of compete head-to-head, in a sense, uh, pick our favorite games that we think we could meet with that $150 budget, and uh, a console to play those games on. So, in the case of Game Boy, there's a lot of variety, really, in what you can use for these games. And uh, you guys let us know in the comments on social media uh, whether or not Ryan or I won. And of course, you can find us on social media via at Game Deflators uh, on Twitter and at The Game Deflators on Instagram and Facebook. And of course, we got to plug in podcast episodes on there from prior weeks. Uh, you can find those on all those awesome podcast applications like the one you're listening to now, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and uh, Podcast Addict. And if you think that you know better than us, maybe you do. Let us know what you would have chosen. That's true. We're probably going to get a lot of flack on this week, dude, because I had some uh, some games that I know would not be like premier picks for people, well, but I think they're a value. Here's, and... here's the deal. So Game Boy came out the year John and I were born. So, it you know, it was a while until we were able to get our hands on such a device. Like, I mean, I had a Game Gear before I ever had... Uh, handheld Nintendo. My first was a Game Boy Color, so I totally skipped like the OG owning a Game Boy or owning a Game Boy Pocket. But I had like some exposure afterwards because, like you were saying, I mean, you can enjoy Game Boy games like all the way up through like what the DS Lite, or does uh, DS Lite only do I think Game DS, Boy Color? Uh, no, I think DS Lite does Game Boy as well. I don't recall, but Google. Uh, yeah, go ahead and Google, but. I mean, yeah, you can play it on the Game Boy, Game Boy Pocket, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Advance SP. And then as Ryan is about to check, the uh, Game Boy DS Lite all the way up to that potentially. And of course the Game Boy Micro was another one. So yeah, I mean, you could play it on just about everything. There were so yes. many options. Yeah, so yeah, so all the way into the DS Lite. The DS Lite. And dude, just like you, I started... That's backwards compatibility, baby. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, come on, that's... Uh, if you think about it, what, 20 years of backwards compatibility almost on it? Like, it's insane. But, you know, the Game Boy came out, uh, as Ryan said, in uh, July of 1989. And altogether, with the Game Boy Color and Pocket, sold around 118.5 million consoles in its lifetime. And, uh, you know, as you said, dude, you didn't own a Game Boy when it first came out. I didn't either. I owned a Game Boy Color. But it contributes to this overall figure of 118.5 million uh, and of course uh, i'm sure just like you my jump into the game boy was predominantly because of pokemon oh yeah like that's the only reason like i just 
I recall, you know, I, I hate to go into like the Game Boy Color component. I'll bring up my first Game Boy. But for me, it was just Pokemon was out. I knew the game was coming out. Uh, and it was, I need to get my Game Boy Color. With what the, color? Uh, it was the, um, what is it? I was like, teal. Per- no, I got the, the see-through one, the purple. Oh, the clear The purple? atomic purple one. Atomic purple. Yeah, that's what I got. So, uh, yeah, my brother and I both got atomic purple. He got blue. I got red. And then, of course, we started our trend of getting the same games, you know, with doubles over the years. So he got yellow and I got yellow because, you know, it's Pokemon. You can't play on the same exact save file. It doesn't work like that. No. Kudos to Nintendo making money off of us. Dude, it's so um, weird. Like, all these years later, like, will Pokemon never have... Multiple save files? Probably not. I don't know how it is nowadays because I haven't really dug into a Pokemon game since the end of Silver. But, uh, dude, I can tell you that my first what Game Boy... What are you Boy... talking about? You, you killed me at Let's Go. Uh, Well, yeah, that's true. Well, that's basically like red and yellow and stuff, dude. It's like basically the same thing. Mm. It's basically Pokemon yellow but modern day. Yeah. So, like, story-wise and, like, save file-wise and all that. There was no story in the first Pokemon game, okay? Yeah, there was. No, there wasn't. Yes, there was. You had to go become a Pokemon master and, Yellow, actually, and Yellow did Four. have, like, Team Rocket and stuff in it, didn't it? Yeah, I want to say Yellow. I, well, I think they all did. Pokemon no, but, Red. like, actual, like, Jesse and James, like, they weren't in, like, the red and blue. I don't know, man. That would require me to... I'm pretty sure to, they were in Yellow. Some Pokemon fanatics can be listening to this and, like breaking their computer over us and like smashing their keyboard because we're not answering Dude, this right. Dude, if any Pokemon fanatics are still listening to this after what I said last week, uh, thank shoot, you. Probably thank you. You're what... awesome and you know what? I'm not that big of a hater. I just, ah, you know what? Some people out there, I think I was listening to Skill Up. I think Skill Up was with me and he's like, not sure about it either. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Well, here's the thing, dude. Uh, for me, first Game Boy, I don't know if you've ever owned like an original Game Boy, but nope. My first Game Boy that I picked up was actually broken in a sense, where it had like black lines going through it. And luckily, I had just bought a soldering iron not too long before that, so learned the whole trick of hit it with the soldering iron on that Has ribbon. Has anybody ever had the sentence? Luckily, I just bought a soldering iron the week before. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, dude, I was getting into like soldering different pieces onto like I was doing batteries basically, right? Like Game Boy batteries, yeah, or Game Boy. Game Boy game batteries for, like, Pokemon and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, it just got to a point where I'm like, all right, you know, I saw this Game Boy that I picked up. It had the black lines running through it, and the trick is always just kind of run across the ribbon with your soldering iron until it, you know, basically the screen is okay again. Uh, And that was my first one, and I took that first one, and I actually took it apart and then painted it silver and blue. So I kind of... Did a whole little custom, you know, mix to it. Threw on a bunch of different color buttons and everything else. And it looks pretty badass and still works, of course. And then I picked up another Game Boy not too long ago. Um, just, you know, to have an OG Game Boy with the original colors and such. So, good stuff. But, like, it's one of those things that nowadays, what is it, like six batteries or something like that? Or four batteries? No, it's four batteries. Like, why would I ever want to no, throw I'm down... No, pretty sure it's just two. No, on the Game Boy Pocket is like two triple A's and I know the Game Boy Color is two regular batteries or double A's, but I'm pretty sure it's four batteries on the Game Boy. And then the Game Gear is one I was thinking of was six. I want to say it's six or eight, something along those lines. Game but. Gear is six double A's. Yeah. Cause it was like, oh cool, I could play this once a year for twenty minutes. <laughs> 
Because yeah. you could never just, it was like so impossible to go to your mom and be like, hey mom, I need like another dozen batteries. It's been a week. Yeah, I know. Sonic's fast. <laughs> um, so Game Boy batteries. Okay, all I'm coming up with is stuff on like Game Boy batteries. Like how many batteries does the Game Boy take? I need to figure out, you know, that's what I need to figure out for the podcast. It's just how to do like, well, it's a trivia right there. That's the trivia. How many batteries does a Game Boy take? And I want to say, Ryan, it is four. I don't have the Game Boy. So because I'm actively packing to move into a new house or not actively packing, but uh, I've put a lot of stuff away. It uses two double A batteries, which gave it approximately 20 hours. No way. With the light off and 12 with it on. What? The Game Boy? What? They had a light Game Boy, didn't they? Are you sure it's two batteries? Dude, that's what that's what the first one says, but the first one's also talking about a light, and I'm pretty sure they did have a Game Boy that had, like, a light built into it for a short while. Yeah, like, I, I okay, kind of want to, like... Old Brick uses four AA batteries. There we go. Thank okay. you. Thank you. So I got this week's trivia correct. I knew I wasn't crazy, dude. All right. Well, let's get into, instead of just talking about batteries, let's uh, get into, uh, you know, some of our favorite games that we actually played over the years, or most memorable ones. Here at the Game Deflators Podcast, where we like to talk about batteries, batteries, batteries. Batteries. I'm just thinking about what's-his-face from The Simpsons. Good old whatever his name is. Like, he's always got, like, a new job. Is it Herb, I think is his name? Like, he's always got, like, a new job. Like oh, the guy that's always down on his luck and getting yeah. fired and yeah, stuff? Yeah, right. Oh, like, yeah. I've got batteries for you to buy. <laughs> All right, so I think it's old Gil, right? Old Gil, yeah. Old Gil's got batteries for you, yeah. or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that'd be about right. Okay, so uh, most memorable games for me, uh, first one being Pokemon Red on the Game Boy. Uh, you know, it, dude, Pokemon Red. Really, you got yours, Pokemon Red too? Yeah, the... I, I had Red. Although well, I wanted Blue, Blastoise was my dude. Well, I'm talking the standout titles, not into our overall. Choices. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Standout title. First first game ever, Pokemon Red. Yeah. Like, gotta respect the Charizard. Yeah, for sure. Like, I don't know why my brother ever wanted Blastoise. Or maybe he did want Charizard, Dude. because I was, but I was older, so I ended up getting Charizard. See, I always pick Squirtle as my starter, but love the red version. Because it's got, like, Scyther in it, instead of Pinsir. Like, it's the superior version. Oh, you're gonna, there's gonna be a lot of people that get on you about that one. Uh, Scyther's way better than Pinsir. Well, and like Pokemon Red always sticks and out to me. And Hitmonchan instead of Hitmonlee, That's right? true, yeah. That was the better option there. I mean, here's the thing. Pokemon Red always stands out to me because Ka- of the... Uh, Kabuto instead of Omastar? Yeah. I mean, yeah. 100%. I think Elect... No, is Electabuzz in that one too? Uh, No, I think it's Bagmar in Red version. Okay. I think. I don't remember. But I should look this shit up. Either way, the one thing that always stands out is the, uh, the hack... That you can do at the very end for uh, Missingo or Missing Number. And the whole thing of how it would like brick your system. So that was always fun. But being able to get like unlimited rare candies and duplicate Pokemon and all that other crazy stuff. Oh, wow, stuff that's that a much bigger it. list than I thought it was. Oh, of like Pokemon that are in one game versus yeah, the so other. Yeah, so Red, Sandshrew, Bellsprout, Meowth, Vulpix. Oh, actually, that version had Pinsir and Magmar. Scyther was in blue version. Blue version had uh, Ekans, Oddish, Vileplume, uh, Mankey, Growlithe, 
Scyther liked with us. Okay. Well, I mean, my brother and I had link cables, so for us it wasn't too bad. We would just do trades, you yeah, know, to get the you know to pure one fifty. And then yellow's got everything. Yeah, I want to say yellow had everything. Uh, but either way, and then you could of course trade everything from red and blue over to yellow, regardless. So that wasn't too big a deal. But I mean, at the end of the day, man, like that's the one thing that always stuck out to me. Like that is the one Game Boy game that will always stick out to me. Uh, the others I've got here listed for myself are Yoshi's Cookie, which if you've never played Yoshi's Cookie, it's actually quite a lot of fun. It's a nice little puzzle game on the Game Boy, and then Mario Land. I mean, you you gotta have Mario Land on the list. I mean, if you don't, then you're insane on like games that you remember playing. So those are, at least to me, the titles that truly stood out from when I was younger and games I played. There's a ton of Game Boy Color games, but I'm sure we'll Trying have... to stick OGs hard. It yeah. blends together so much in your mind because it's like, I'm trying to think back. I'm like, oh, what about this? And then it's like always in my mind. I'm like, no, that was that like clear plastic with the bubble out yeah. or like even... Um, you know, now you think about it, Gex is another one that stands out, and I was initially going to add it to my list, but I was like, oh, no, 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 it's uh, Game Boy Color, and but now that I think about it, it was just a black case. It didn't have the bubbles, so that was a, an OG Game Boy game as well, and that's but, like, what we played. isn't, um, well, I think that, isn't there a Link to the Past Yeah. port? It's like a black cartridge. It's uh, I think it's Link's Awakening is on there. And they made... But that's for color. Because that has like the color dungeon in it. I'm pretty sure Link's like, Awakening is on OG Game Boy. But the thing is... is There's a it, color dungeon in Link's Awakening for if you play it on a Game Boy Color. Yeah, that's the thing. Like Gex, for example, was color for me. God, man. Like you're saying, these all then, blend in. Uh, Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons, those are color as well. Actually, so Gex was Game Boy Color. Mm -hmm. It was. It's hard to think about. Like, I had so many more Game Boy Color than OG Game Boy games because it's like, for me, I always have to try to think of, like, what was, like, a gray cartridge. And it's like, red and blue weren't gray cartridge, but, I mean, those were, like, red and blue. Like, they were those on purpose, you know? And then, um, so for me, I didn't really play too much Mario Land 1. I played some of it. I played way more Mario Land 2, the six golden coins one. That one I played a ton of. My aunt had uh, the Game Boy Pocket, the purple one. Yeah. And she had that. And I played a ton of that. And then I also played, I think I had a friend that had Metroid 2 Samus Returns, and I played a bunch of that too. Those are like the two OG Game Boy games that I definitely had the most time playing. And I mean, there's just something about the old school Game Boy that it's like, we've gone so far beyond what that was now. Like, I mean, the same thing with console gaming, but just like the the power of what you have in your hand and the capability, like the Game Boy was like such an improvement over like at the time, what was just toys, which was like, you know, like the game and watch just little LCD, you know, on off, like in certain pattern things like those were barely kind of the starting point. And then the Game Boy comes along and it just like, was so crazy and 
marketed so well and it blew up so much that it like reached overseas and started all of this like craziness over here with like Pokemon and blew up into now the switch is going to be probably one of the biggest selling consoles like of all time. And it's grabbing like a whole generation of new people with like what's been going on with like the pandemic and it all started basically here. Well, and so here's a funny thing that I'm like, just now like this just chalks up a lot of memories when we do this type of podcast episode. So I remember I didn't own a Game Boy because I did Game Boy Color, but I do remember that time period in between when I was just a few years old where I was playing the Tiger handheld. Mm-hmm. And so like I just vividly remember playing Mortal Kombat, Sonic and Lion King were like the handhelds that I owned. And uh, God, man, it's just insane when you think about like what was I just remember really the, video poker. Yeah. Like what My was the thing like a then? video poker one? Yeah. It's insane when you think about like what was the gaming back then mm-hmm. um i mean that's for us like i can't imagine like you know 10 years older than us what they were doing uh but let's get into our... one more thing first oh okay i want to look towards the future of the game boy and i want us to bring back the game boy i think i've said this on the podcast before but instead of doing like an n64 classic they need to do like Game Boy Classic. Like, you know how they had those little itty-bitty Game Gears with the different colors and they had all different games on them? Like, what if they had, like, two different or three different Game Boys all in different colors, all with, like, different sets of games on them, all built in? That would be sick. Yeah, that would be a pretty awesome And you could do them, like, a little, like... They could be, like, kind of small. Like, they wouldn't have to be, like, as big as, like like an OG Game Boy, but you could do them like a little smaller than like a classic Game Boy, like that, um, you know, Game Boy Advance uh, Micro is like awesome, and that's really tiny. I think if you call the Game Boy Classic and put it into the Game Boy Pocket size, but it wasn't the same shape and look as a Game Boy Pocket, I mean, you have the classic gray Game Boy Pocket, of course, but if you had like an original looking game boy and you called that the game boy classic and just gave it, you know, the green screen, like that'd be cool or put color for the most part. I mean, I think that'd be pretty cool too. Uh, but yeah, dude, I can see them doing something like that. And that honestly might even be cheaper than doing like a classic Cause in 64. Everybody's going to want like, all right, how are we going to play four player Mario Kart on this? How are we going to play four player smash on it? Oh. And then you've got four, like, and now everybody wants four N64 controllers again to plug into this little console that's, like, not even going to be big enough to take four, like, USB ports. Well, it'll take four <laughs> USB ports, but, uh, yeah, I guess that's true. But at the same time, like, Nintendo would make hand over fist money on, like, having to sell four controllers per console. Like, Dude, they love letting people play with N64 controllers still, too. Yeah, for sure. All uh, right, now moving on. All right, now moving on. We'll, uh, we'll get started a few, so... Because uh, we always let me go first so that I can just tell John that I'm better than him. Well, I gotta close it out with the winning combination of games. Actually, I think I went last last time. Okay, well that works, so you go first this time. Alright, so folks, we looked all over the place, and actually if you look at price charting for consoles, they're on there, but it's not really super reflective of what you're actually gonna pay, so it's better to go just kind of look on eBay. Price charting's good for getting an idea of what you're gonna pay, but... You know, it's just showing what people have already paid. So we settled on $35 for the console. 
So we're both going to do that. You can get, you know, whatever kind of Game Boy. There's so many out there. Actually, if you just go to eBay and search for Game Boy, you're going to find a lot in like the $100, $150, $200. And a lot of those are going to have like replaced screens with backlights or like custom cases or better sound. Like I saw like so many that were like all kinds of crazy tuned up with, you know, special features and all kinds of stuff, USB ports. And I'm like, you could get any kind of Game Boy you want. And like we said, you could go all the way up through the DS Lite to play OG Game Boy games. So you could realistically pay as much as you want, but for an absolute entry fee, we're going to say $35 on the console. So I have seven games and you can't You play. might want to say what, what console we went with those. So... We both went with Game Boy Pockets. Yeah, we're ours. saying about like a red Game Boy Pocket, probably. I mean, the, the color could vary, but, you know, I like red. John yeah. likes red. Yeah, worked out. All right, go on. So, you can't play the Game Boy without the packing game Tetris, baby. Tetris sold like a bajillion units because it was packed in with the Game Boy and it was like the most successful game ever because of it. So you got to have Tetris. So I'm throwing Tetris in. All these are loose. People, I know that I'm usually the complete inbox person on these ones because that's how collectors collect. But nobody in their right mind should be collecting complete inbox Game Boy set because that's just ludicrous nobody has that much money well uh, well people do have that much money but you shouldn't <laughs> you shouldn't have that much money <laughs> i don't know that's debatable but you know a complete in box on game boy like i mean it's, it's ridiculous if, yeah it's ridiculous like if you nobody had that it, much foresight yeah if you if you want to collect it great but loose is also like a super easy way to store you get you some of like the plastic clamshell oh, yeah. cases like like i've got dude that container right there yeah fits game boy games like like a glove like it's the perfect case so you can even i think i've seen people get like the boxes for like macaroni and cheese and like cut it in half and use the bottom as like storage for game boy like hilarious you there's no easier like come on you can store game boy games so easily there's no point in getting like a box yeah and it's so expensive but go on so tetris ten dollars and then uh jumping straight to the top of the list gotta must have pokemon yellow this is my big spender. Uh, I went all out with this one, twenty-eight eighty-four. So I think that you just can't have Game Boy without Pokemon, and Pokemon Yellow's really the one to get if you're gonna get any of them. Um, again, debatable, but I mean, cheapest price, yeah. It's also three dollars cheaper than Red or Blue. Yeah, but that being said. You got a three dollar bit of wiggle room there, so if you want to go over, who doesn't this type love budget, having Pikachu follow you around? And of course, based on last week's trivia, who'd have thunk it that we would be talking about Pokemon again? But uh, you know, nothing makes Pikachu happier than using him in battle. Yeah. Um. Then uh, back to my childhood, Super Mario Land Two. Uh, it's great. I mean, it's the Super Mario Land games are so different than the other Super Mario games. For, you know, the consoles, like, it was really, like, playing them as a kid, you're like, whoa, this is, like, way different. But they're so interesting. This one's got, like, great levels. The worlds are so imaginative. The power-ups are interesting. Uh, can't say enough good things about it. 1638. Uh, next up, I've never actually played this. 
but I've always heard really good things about Harvest Moon, and I know that this is especially good way to play it because it is that kind of portable. Like I love Animal Crossing so much more in a portable handheld fashion. I'd imagine if I was going to play a Harvest Moon, I would want to play it that way too. So I played Harvest Moon on several consoles in the past, and it's it's definitely a game that I like. Uh, you know, the I'm a big fan of like the I wouldn't say world building, but things like a dark cloud where you have to kind of build out your world, Harvest Moon where you're kind of building out this farm and you you have your planting seasons, and it's kind of that like it's a game that you can kind of pick up, you can play for a bit, and you can put it down, and it also takes forever to beat. So. I've always been a fan of those games. I actually want to get the uh, Futuristic Harvest Moon. I forget the name of it. There's a Futuristic version that's on the uh, PSP and the, I want to say, the PlayStation 2 as well as the GameCube. I mean, you're harvesting moons already. Like, what's more futuristic than that? Yeah, harvesting moons. (laughs) Yeah, it has nothing to do with a moon during the harvest period. (laughs) Come on, man. So, uh... Speaking of uh, oh, Harvest Moon, 1892. I that's kind of a a big ticket item for something that I've never played, but I'm gonna go out on a limb there. And also, I always like to try to build some diversity into my list, get you a little bit of all kinds of different stuff. Well, and I've always kind of seen the Game Boy and Game Boy Color and all that as like budget consoles, right? So there's a lot of games that come out on. Your standard, like, Bonks, or not Bonks Adventure, I think it's on here too. Bonks Adventure is on here for, yeah. I think it was like 21. Yeah, like Bubble Bobble, 30 bucks, Or no, 16, right? I think. Yeah, Bubble well, Bobble was on there too. Yeah, it's like 30 bucks, or 400 on the Nintendo. So, I mean, like, it's not going to be the exact same experience, right? But at the same time, Harvest Moon, like, paying that on, I think it's the Super Nintendo or like the N64 or anything like that, it's insane, dude. Like, it's, I don't even think it's worth the price mm-hmm. at that point. So, yeah. Budget titles, for sure, and Harvest Moon is one of those that you can get the same kind of experience in a small handheld version and for a smaller price point. All right. Next up, uh, Harvesting Moons with uh, Metroid 2, Return of Samus. Uh, Metroid, beloved game, beloved franchise. Uh, Metroid 4 will come out eventually. Uh, What do you think, John? Do you think that we're going to get like the full metroid trilogy ported over to switch before metroid 4 like definitely right uh well i guess the question is when is the anniversary for metroid i think that was this year also but like zelda and pokemon like everything kind of came out so long like all those big games kind of came out pretty close together so they're kind of in those clusters i mean i think we'll see the metroid they just don't give it as much love i think we'll see the metroid trilogy coming out if it doesn't come out this year it's definitely coming out next year. I mean, it's going to be within the next two years. I think we'll see the trilogy come out. Uh, I would guess remastered, technically. Hopefully. You know, from the Wii. But continue. All right, so yeah, Metroid 2, Return of Samus, awesome game. Little side-scrolling action for you people. Uh, next one, another game that I've never played, but F1 Race. Uh, it's supposed to be good. It's really cheap. <laughs> it's 386 I used it to round out my list and put a racing game in there. There was another one in their F1 pole position, which I've heard of pole position before and is really expensive. So I'm hoping that that's not like the good game. And this is some cheap knockoff game that is terrible. And I don't know that, but uh, there's a racing game. If you want a racing game for under $4. Yeah. That's probably the, the worst version. <laughs> that's and why it's like then, $4. 
last but not least, Kirby's Pinball Land, the player's choice version for $14.25 to round out the end. Gotta love Kirby. I uh, I really wanted to put Kirby Dreamland on here, but I was like 80 cents over and you know, I just had to come in under that $150 mark, so I scrapped that and switched in F1 race and then found Kirby's Pinball for like a buck cheaper than Kirby's Dreamland was. And you know what? I still am reeling from how good of a time I had playing Pokemon Pinball that, you know what? Kirby Pinball. Why not? Everybody loves Kirby. I'm pretty sure Kirby got his start on the Game Boy. I think Kirby Dreamland was the first Kirby game, and that was a Game Boy game. I don't recall. I'm not a huge Kirby fan, to be honest with you. I do know that Kirby was initially supposed to be white, and he ended up being pink later on. That's always your fun fact right there. Uh, well, Ryan, I mean, your list is its good and all, but you know, do people really want to hear a good list? So let's, uh, let's go with mine. Let's see what I got here for you. So, like you, I went with a red Game Boy Pocket, and uh, that ended up being priced at $35. So, and let me be upfront here. I am 43 cents over on mine. Ryan was 57 cents in the bank. So, oh my god, uh, that's a dollar. I guess technically a dollar difference, yeah, in, in terms of what we're spending here. But, that's it, I think it's worth it. So, uh, the first game I've got on my list is Balloon Kid. So, kind of picture if you play Balloon Fight, which of course you're running around with your balloon and you're getting, uh, you know, trying to hit enemies and such in their balloons. Kind of, not really the same, but... At the same point, it's like platform-style gaming where you are collecting balloons to keep your flight throughout a level and dodging uh, enemies as they come towards you. And everybody knows I love a good platformer, and I also loved when we were playing Balloon Fight, the mode where you could kind of just progress as long as you could on your balloon without hitting something. Kind of the same concept there, and, you know, I love that, so why wouldn't I like this? The next one I've got is near and dear to me. I know you are going to crap all over it, and so are so many other people, but I feel like you need to add Final Fantasy Adventure. And uh, by the way, Balloon Kid, fourteen twenty-five on that one. I remember getting Final Fantasy Adventure as a child, and then I remember the disappointment, how it so, set in, how it was the game that was Final Fantasy, and it sat there, and I never played it. And I was like, what's up with this, babe? This is like not a real fantasy and it's not even a real adventure what's going on i enjoyed it and it was quite the adventure uh it's actually pretty short compared to a lot of final fantasy games obvious reasons being that it's It's nerfed they nerfed it for the west it's pretty cool though like honestly i think the music in that game and the controls and such are actually a lot of fun and it did have a pretty extensive world for what it was Uh, i enjoyed it dude and it was one of those games that i would kind of pick up and uh, we used to do a lot of fishing, for example, so it's it was a game that I would pick up when we were on our trip to go fishing, because where we would go was about an hour and a half from my house, so there'd be a good hour and a half of Game Boy time, and that's the game I would play. Uh, next one, and that's 3161 on that, so that is actually my most expensive game. Uh, next on the list is Bomberman, which came in at 970. Uh, dude, Bomberman is one of my all-time favorite franchises. Uh, it is pretty much the same anywhere you go like it doesn't matter if you're playing it on the switch on the ps4 the nes the super nintendo wherever it may be the overall concept is relatively the same the only area where it's kind of different is going to be on that n64 where you have the various bomberman games on that 
but I would have to say that uh, you know at 970 with Bomberman, you cannot go wrong. It's a game that you'll enjoy playing, and at the same time, it's Bomberman. Next, Donkey Kong Land. I would say that this is probably my least favorite of the Donkey Kong franchise uh, because I am a huge fan of the um, Country series. Uh, Donkey Kong Land is, I would say, you know, a budget version of, you know, Country. Like, a lot of those games, like, they kind of had the same overall starting out levels and whatnot and the same feel and what you're doing, but it's on a Game Boy. It's not the same as what you would get on, like, the Super Nintendo or even, like, you know, nowadays on the Wii U and Switch, but it does still have that same feeling to it, right? It still has that platform feel. It still feels like a fluid game. It still has great music going for it. It still has good controls. And, you know, at, what do I have here? $9.99, I think. You can't go wrong with that. And, of course, you got Donkey Kong Land 1, 2, and 3 that you can go for. Uh, Next is Killer Instinct. So, this, again, budget version of overall the better game on the Super Nintendo. But, I mean, the game's only $8.02, right? That's what it's averaging out right now. And Killer Instinct as a whole is a great game. This, in particular, doesn't control as well, I feel. I think it's always better I to have... Imagine. <laughs> you know, I can I, imagine. It's always better to have, like, the larger control, of course. But you still get that, again, that same feeling. It's a fighting game. Uh, I always had fun playing it. I actually picked up my first copy of it when I was in college. And then I played it again today just to kind of get a little fun with... Jago and uh what is it the skeleton guy i always forget spinal i don't think i've ever played a fighting game on a game boy before really i don't there's think some so. good ones there's a game boy color i saw one. mortal kombat was on game boy yeah there's a good one on game boy color too it's uh i think it's x-men is it mutant apocalypse or mutant academy i don't remember the name of it offhand but i do have it and that's a very good game too where you can play as magneto and other various x-men hmm. Yeah, or not, well, I guess he's a former X-Men, technically. I don't know. I'm not a big X-Men fan. But I do like that game. He was an X-Men last time I was reading. Okay, well, he's fallen out with everybody. Uh, all right, and then like you, dude, uh, my next game on here was Pokemon Yellow. Uh, that one was, of course, at 2884. Uh, Pokemon Yellow, same reason you chose it, obviously, uh, over like a red or blue. Main reason being is a price point. Uh, so if you have the ability to spend the extra $3 or want to nix something else off of this list, I would personally go with like a Pokemon Red or Blue, but you also can't go wrong with Yellow. The whole concept of Pikachu following you and uh, you know still being able to pick up the various Pokemon and whatnot and go through really the same experience as you would get through Red and Blue, minus the missing go, unless that was still remaining in Yellow. I don't believe it, it remained, that hack at the end. But I... I think overall you're going to get the same exact experience as red or blue. The only difference is you got Pikachu following you is really what it kind of comes down to. You get all three starters. Yeah, you do. I mean, and, but at the same time you could have gotten all three starters by trading with friends and such, you know, and and also being able to duplicate stuff towards the end of the game. It's just, you have that super rare chance of getting a surfing Pikachu. Yeah. I guess you do have that chance, right? Yeah. I guess yellow is cool and all, but still red for the win, dude. For sure. Uh, and then uh, my last game I had on here was Super Mario Land. I know you went with number two. I went with number one. Uh, Twelve ninety six on that one, so round up $13. Bucks. Uh, you know, it, it's Mario. And at the end of the day, you can't have a collection of Game Boy games without a Mario game on there. I really wanted to add a couple other things like Mega Man and 
uh, Zelda. Dude, the Mega Man games are so expensive. Oh, I, well, I mean, there's some cheap ones, but you know, I wanted to add a Mega Man or a Zelda or a Castlevania on there. Castlevania is actually stupid expensive. I have to check what mine is worth now, but you know, there's only so much room that you have of 150 bucks. And you know, if there's something on my list or Ryan's list that you feel you might want to remove because you're not a fan of that and want to plug in like a Mega Man or a Zelda or anything. Castlevania along those lines, Legends. Uh, I think I have Legends actually. One twenty four. Are you serious? Yeah. God, man, I think I picked that up for like five ten bucks several years back. Dude, I don't know who Jimmy Connors is, but his tennis is worth one thirty three. <laughs> well, either way, there's some stupid expensive games on the Game Boy, so take a look on what's out there. Do you have King James Bible? No, I do not, and I know that's expensive. So Bible games are always expensive. Uh, but either way, take a look at our list. Let us know who won, of course, on the comments, and uh, happy hunting on that. Ryan, who do you think won this one? Uh, definitely me, dude. Like, I've got such a diverse list of games here that could keep you occupied for hours, and I actually came in under budget. Yeah, by a little bit there. Okay, so let's see. We both have a Super Mario game. Yeah, but right? my Super Mario game is more super. I guess it, it is double, you know, given that it's Super Mario Land 2. Uh, fighting game. Did you have a fighting game? No, but I have a racing game, so that's a wash. Okay. Uh, platformer. What platformer do you have? You got Metroid. Mario. Well, you got, well, yeah, but after Mario. I guess uh, Metroid's a Metroidvania. So I have kind of a platformer here with a Balloon Kid. So you have two platformers then. Do you have an RPG? Uh, yeah. Pokemon. I got Pokemon too, but I also got Final Fantasy Adventure. So you have two RPGs and two platformers. So now you're just bogging it down with all of the same actually genre. Actually three, because I got Donkey Kong as well. Oh my god. Do you have any diversity on your list? I do. I I've do. got a farming simulator. I've got a puzzle game. I've got a racing game. I've got a an arcade pinball game. What if we combined our two lists and said, spend $300? $100. No, they don't have to because they get one Game Boy. So $165 and you get everything. No, not $165. Jesus, man. $265 and you get everything that's there. I think that's a good deal. 265 and they get all of our games plus the Game Boy Pocket. Oh, and then, of course, the remaining $35 in batteries. Yeah. That's what it would be. Yeah. yeah. $35 for batteries. $300, I think you could have all this and a pile of batteries. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a good deal, dude. Well, they'd have bad. two p copies of Pokemon. Oh, yeah, it's true. So you can remove the Pokemon, and that's a little uh, helpful there. So you can even upgrade to Red, since you know we know Red is a superior version. And I think John's just trying to cover his loss here, folks. No, I'm not. You watch John loss. lose here. No, I, I have not lost. That's where people come in and tell or you us listen what to I it. Want. I guess. Yeah. Well, that said, dude, no inflation, deflation this week. I know we had to record middle of the week for this episode. Uh, we will get into our normal episode recordings uh, next week, and uh, we hope to catch you then. So this has been episode 122 of the Game Deflators podcast. My name is John. I'm Ryan. And thanks for listening.